Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we raise a glass to women in beer, one collaboration at a time, as we reminisce about our experiences during this year's International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Late. I feel like it's a bit late, but like it's really. We are, I feel like, like we are late this year. It's difficult because I find like one of the big struggles about International Women's Collaboration Brew Day in general is just like I've seen it more recently where a beer is brewed for International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. Yes. In addition to the one that's brewed on International Women's Collaboration yeah. Brew Day. But I find like so, um, not to spoiler alert, where we're about to talk about because we're going to share our experiences from this year, as as the intro suggested. But like Double Barrel, for example, they did sort of like Couplers, which was released for International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. Yeah, and I, I drank a lot of it on you know International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. But like by the time the beer is ready and then is canned and then there's the market for it and then you can buy it and and it's actually like done and dusted with you. You're already like about a month, like you're already into April. Yeah, and, and then, I feel like other years. You're going to get it. You wait for other ones to be yeah, released. Other years, they've been like collaboration boxes where like a bottle shop or something's been like, we've got this box with like five or so of them in. And I haven't seen many of those this year. Um, I've struggled to get them this year, I think. I guess the problem is as well, it's like it's so. Um, it's so mixed like certain shops will have like a yeah. few but not all of them and then another shop will like another one will have a few and then one might just have one shot or like one breweries and I think like a hoppy place obviously did their mixed box for um, craft beer channel uh, drink along and uh, I think there's a few like there was a few boxes, but I didn't see that many and the ones we wanted, we all kind of had to like. <laughs> I still need <laughs> to order. To I still places. want to order pilots one actually with beers without well. beards. I've got one. my women in beer fest T-shirt on today. I've just got beers without beards. You've got your oh, women of the revolution on, lovely. I do. Um, let's let's be positive. Let's have a positive outlook. We're going to talk about some lovely beers that we helped make today. We are indeed. We I'm are excited. Indeed. We do? I've not. So I guess well, before, before we start doing, we'll probably do yours first. Then we'll do mine. Just okay. I feel like that's a better order to do them in. I feel yeah. like we should be doing probably the IPA before the special bitter. But yeah. if you disagree, then then that's fine. But I guess no, I is do it not. worth sort of like giving some context around this year's? Because every year there's a there's a theme for International Women's Day in general, and then there's a theme that's given for International Women's Collaboration Brew Day. Should we sort of like revisit high level? Yeah, let's that? do a little bit of that because. Um, in case we you don't know, that's weird. That I'll right? Because in, in, <laughs> in case you don't know what this International <laughs> Women's Collaboration Brew Day is that we keep talking about, and it's a little bit of a mouthful. Um, International Women's Collaboration Brew Day is ten years I old. W-C-B-D. This year is te- it was ten years old. This year, it was started in 2013, and it was an idea from Sophie Durand, who is from Burnt Mill. Got my got my Burnt Mill beer here, so we'll get to that in in a minute. Um, she was originally a member of Project Venus, which was a group of UK-based brewsters. If you've not heard of that word, it's uh, another term used for female brewers. 
Um, and they used to get together and make collaboration brews. So they were talking about how they could do this on a larger scale. And they came up with International Women's Collaboration Brew Day, which could happen on International Women's Day on the 8th of March. Um, so it has been going for 10 years. And each year they choose a different theme. Um, last year's was Celebration, because we were coming out of old Pando. Um, <laughs> that, that really caught me off guard. I did not. I don't think I've ever. I'm sorry, it's not funny, but also it's slightly funny because I don't think I've ever heard anybody like casually be like, we were coming out of the old pando. And that was the last thing I expected you to say. That's the kind of mood I'm in today, people. This is what you're getting from me today. Especially as I am losing my voice. Not because of any any illness, but because of the time of year it is and my hay fever is trying to kill me. Um, So definitely need some beer to lubricate the pipes today. Um, Coming out of the pando. Coming out of the pando. It was celebration because we were celebrating. That was 2022. 2021 was compassion. Uh, 2020 was tribute. Uh, The first year that I got involved was 2019. That was forage. That was a really fun one, actually, um, because everyone went into their local areas and and had different ingredients for their brews Uh, but because it was the 10th anniversary this year it was unite at 10 so again it was a bit of a celebration one um and it's like picking beer styles and things that kind of epitomized 10 years of the of the process um what happens on international women's collaboration brew day i hear you say if you weren't sure um, various different breweries up and down the country open up their doors and either have other women from the industry or women from the beer community can come in, see what they're doing. Um, some breweries have women in to uh, help with the brew day. That's how I got into it. I went to um, Wildcard. Uh, Jager Wise opens up Wildcard for anyone that wants to come and learn about brewing. It's a really great way of meeting other other women and female identifying people um within our community it's a great like i found i've said this before if you've listened to any of our other episodes about international women's collaboration brew day but like i went to that first one in 2019 and you know it it can be a little bit overwhelming because there's a lot of people you might not know anybody but you end up meeting people like there's people that i met at that event that i still talk to now and there are things that I picked up from that event that have led me to where I am today in beer. Um, you know, I was the person that was there like, put me to work. I'll do whatever I want. You know, I can do whatever. And watching professional brewers and, you know, home brewers who had done a lot more of it than me making this beer in front of me with my little bit of help, which for that year was cleaning lemon peel. That's <laughs> all I did that year, but it contributed in ways we never knew um and seeing those people do that and learning from them like a couple of years later when we then went to heist and did international women's collaboration brew day there i was then that person that was bringing in other people into the fold and showing them different things to do and being like okay well we're going to do this now and and bringing those people in and i'm i feel very privileged to have gone along that journey and all because someone turned around and went, I'm going to open up my brewery and allow people to come in and see what happens. Like, 
it's uh, to me it's a really important day and I'm really glad that we get to be a part of it and we're going to share with you the beers that we each made today because we we went different we went different places this year the last two years we've we've been together yeah the last two years pretty much yeah and now it's like a bit yeah last year we were at heist and we brewed two beers we did a double brew day that was madness That was a very early start. We started with Last Industry and then we went to Heist. Um, and I did a beer tasting in the evening, which is lovely. Uh, and then the year before, it was a it was online. And you did uh, an online one. I did an online one. Yeah, I did some interviews on the day. And brew, I homebrewed, and all of the ladies picked what I was going to homebrew. So that was good. It's true. No, it's just it's weird because we split up this year. We split up this year, yeah. I had to... capacity and I didn't do Air quotes work, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, work. (laughs) I had to air quotes work. But I don't ever think the International Women's Collaboration Brew Day feels like work to me. Like, it's just such a lovely day. Um, um, The one thing that I will say, though, that I've like... So, obviously, only kind of since we started really doing the podcast and and everything that came along with that did I even know that that I knew about International Women's Day because um I think well yeah I feel like it's just something that you just know but if if nothing else you know it as the day that everyone asks you when is International Men's Day (laughs) yeah that (laughs) I feel like if for nothing else it is um that is that's what you come to know that day as uh and by the way International Men's Day is November so like you're welcome for that um but yeah it is it's interesting because obviously i i knew about international women's day but i didn't really know about international women's collaboration brew day um and now obviously since doing the podcast and stuff i've i've learned about that and now i've got to partake in them and it's really great and i probably will like now going forward i know that every march 8th i'm gonna take off that day because i'm probably gonna be doing brewing (laughs) before Um, i started working in beer I was always just like, I'm, I'm having the That's eighth the off, off, people. Like, I'm off. And now you, like. just, and now you don't even have to. And now I don't, yeah, now like, I'm... This is a work day. I'm like, this is what I'm doing for work this day. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, you know, tried to recruit people at my work. And there were some people that were, like, interested last year but then unfortunately last year because we were traveling quite a way away they were like uh that's nope can't can't be doing that um but and then this part this this last year this last one that happened this year um i think i just didn't really do as much like who wants to go because i just felt like i was really irritating people being like beer stuff who wants to do beer stuff so i just i'd done a lot like with the brave noise stuff in the office and i didn't want to also be like so who wants to do this and so i just kind of kept i already kind of had a plan of what i was doing so i kept to myself i think the only thing that i find a little bit frustrating sometimes is like it's hard to know i mean they post about it in crafty beer girls if you're in that chat but then sometimes like if you're not on top of those threads um and you just don't have time to kind of be on on that group or anything like it could be difficult sometimes to be like who's the closest person yeah to know what's happening and then i think some people tend to plan further out when they're doing it and some people it tends to be a little bit more last minute yeah like it does last year's not this past one but 2022's um it ended up being that like double barrel did it that was great but we only found out about that i only found out about that after i'd already sort of agreed that we were going to go to sheffield to do the double brew day and i I regret nothing because that was really really great but i know that there were like some other um breweries that i had announced like a little bit closer to the time um and i just feel like it doesn't get talked about on a wider platform enough and maybe that's just 
like I see it in the in the I want to say quote unquote niche groups because they're not niche groups by any means but it feels like you know you don't just see a post in the normal again I'm just air quoting in in the general space where everyone is you don't see people like cool international women's day is happening here's the breweries that are doing it 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 tends to happen like only in those groups that are like the group that is for women or every so often like you know the brewery will make a post about it but they can't be posted about it all day every day yes it's easy to miss they've got other launches so it is easy to miss i just kind of wish that there would be like a little bit like we talk about it in those groups when it's happened we go look it's happening that's great but i kind of wish that there was like a little bit more build up in the overall sphere and i do kind of wonder if some level is like people don't want to necessarily go oh here this is happening international women's collaboration Brew Day because they just don't want to deal with the fallout of yeah. of having those people come in and go yeah. where's international men's brew day 100 percent, and all that so it's just easier to not try to normalize it in those groups but actually i think that's sort of what those groups need the most is that it's like you know that is the the normalizing that we sort of need to be able to progress in this space i don't know i'm just thinking out loud here on my tired exhausted brain but um i just i don't know if you notice the same i just tend to notice that like it's hard to plan yeah i mean i was when... just book the day off because i'm like i yeah. don't know where i'm gonna end up being i kind of need to wait and see but it takes a lot longer to plan on where i'm gonna be i was surprised when we first started talking about it and you were like what's that and you didn't know what it was i was surprised as someone that i know who has their finger on the pulse of those sorts of things like i was like oh do you not know what this is okay come on we're gonna make this happen for you like we're gonna do this when we can yeah it was, we're allowed it was, out again. It was yeah, like, yeah we couldn't do it so we, we couldn't do it one, and i was like yeah. well, that's cool and then i really yeah. look forward to actually getting to do one yeah but i had um, i had i just automatically was booking that day off and then um but I, I, to be fair as well like, i'm i'm also not like i wasn't in that crafty beer group yeah like initially when you uh because i think that was one of them as well there was like online things happening um that was being talked about like i remember um you saying the very first time that you were like oh yeah the craft beer girls we're gonna do a virtual one and we're all voting on what it's gonna be and and there was a lot of cloud water oh that's Uh, yeah if you're watching the video it is the very pretty can that's above my head i was gonna say mine is somewhere i don't don't know where it is at the moment but um I remember you talking about that and I was like that's a really cool concept considering people can't really go out and they can't really participate but that's a cool way to be able to participate but I wasn't in that group and I think it took me a long time to feel comfortable and confident enough to join that group because in my brain how it was how that group was sort of like pitched to me was like oh yeah you've got to be in the industry and so I was sort of like oh, I don't have a place in there because I don't feel like I was part of the industry I felt more like a consumer false and I think yeah because because i joined because i joined it when i wasn't air quotes part of part of the industry you could totally and i'll put the link to crafty beer girls in the in the show notes because um anybody who is female identifying if you're not in crafty beer girls and you're into beer you need to go join that group a really great safe space go find that link and go join yeah you do not have to be in the industry no you just have to like beer come and join us it's lovely it is that thing of like that is complete it is completely false but in my brain i was just like oh i don't know and it kind of like i had to work up to a level of where i was like i guess i should join this like i guess i can join this group now and like enough people i knew were in it that weren't necessarily like in the industry quote unquote in the same way i wasn't so i was like i guess it's okay for me to join it as well um 
but like even then it's like you know when you joined it i was like oh well you know you're you, you have a beer school you've got all the, so it just it felt like that made sense i was like for me it's like i, I didn't feel it's like it I made sense that. But knowing now that all those conversations happen with the International Women's Collaboration Brew Day stuff in, mm. and they keep lists of like who's doing them and here's the ones that are coming out and here's release dates and here's who's going to stock them and like all that really, really helpful resource that you're not seeing in those mainstream pages because it's not talked about on a normalised level, um, not being in that group, it's like I really didn't hear about those things um except for if i happen to catch a post from the brewery but when you have so much stuff coming through on social media of things being posted constantly new beer releases everything else that like if you miss that one post that they've made or that one blog blog post that they've made every so often because you're just not seeing it you just don't have that space where it's coming through and i think that's probably why it took me so long to kind of see it and to realize that that was something that i could partake in you know it wasn't until we had those conversations that i was like oh wow because i wasn't in those spaces to be able to know and that's why that's part of the reason why i think that it's so important that we normalize these type of events yeah and conversations and promote these things in all across all the forum pages because there will be people that either feel intimidated or don't feel like they belong in the crafty beer girls group or don't know that it's there don't know that it exists um because it's not like everybody's talking about hey over there on the crafty beer girls page like it's it's not being talked about as much as it should be um so i think it's just something that's so easy to miss that i I would in future going forward i would just like to see it being promoted even more well i think that if you uh are out there and you want to know about this for next year make sure you're in crafty beer girls make sure you're following international women's collaboration brew day on their social links which i'll put in the show notes make sure you're following our social media because we will highlight all the things that we find as well so that uh you can join one that's near you if you would like to yeah this year i think what we did share when people yeah. posted and then we were like oh here's another one let's share that to our, our stories um yeah i think you know i would also say as my approach to most things if you have a brewery that's local to you and you're female identifying and want to see that they're making one or you want to kind of maybe they're not making it because there's another local brewery nearby that is doing it and that's maybe their reason why they're not doing it i don't know um the way that you go about that in my opinion is to go to that brewery that you want to be partaking with and just be like hey have you thought about doing this maybe they'll turn around and go oh yeah we're not doing it because such and such brewery is and and then you know that's where to go for a local thing but maybe they're like oh we actually didn't think that there'd be that much uptake in it or maybe they were planning on doing it but you know i think it's really important to have that conversation with your local brewery if if you want to see that um because sometimes it can come down to they don't feel if they don't feel like there is a an audience there that's wanting to do it even if they want to do it same thing with like brave noise same thing with anything else like show them that there is an audience there that wants to see that happen and just have that dialogue um because it is it is really important it doesn't matter if it's a female owned brewery or or not it could be owned by anybody like anyone can own that brewery and they can still throw an international women's collaboration brew day actually no you know what i tell you what the first one that we did together wasn't necessarily just your homebrew you did your homebrew but we did we talked about it the other day we did the full circle i think that's like a good example full circles online international women's collaboration brew day 
um, where, the, where it was a box and a lot of good conversations and we talked about it previously but I think like that's a good example that like, you don't have to be a female owned brewery to be like I yeah, actually 100%. have an interest I want to be an ally I want to you know promote this just as if I don't think you have to be a female specific beer group to talk about it and yeah. promote it on there as well so yeah that, and that's it might not just be <laughs> it might not just be a brew day they might have like a tasting event or something like that that you could go to as well if you can't make it during the day they might have something in the evening that you can go to Brew York did that double yep. barrel did that yeah a few breweries did do that yeah places do that as well um and they might put on beers that have been made from female-owned businesses or from uh from women who are brewers so you know look out for things like that as well and obviously you know any event where we're hyping up our minority groups is a good thing to go to so keep an eye out for things like that well i'm losing my voice so shall we uh should we crack open a beer yeah i've set the words right now i can enjoy a beer our first one is the one that i brewed um i was very lucky because i got to go to burnt meal and i got to brew with sophie durand herself do you know what it was the first time like we've spoken sophie and i've spoken before but we're not actually met in person because of the old pando so because <laughs> the, the old pando so we were just like oh hey we actually get to meet meet in person this time i think we had put something on you know what's funny and i'm gonna share this like little anecdote i obviously i didn't go there whatever um <laughs> I, I I stayed close to home this time. You did. I'm, I'm saving all my holidays <laughs> possible. Yeah. Uh, but I remember, I think, did we put something on like social media about it? And then I think she commented, uh, Sophie commented like, that, oh, like Joe's coming here, like, you know, yeah. like, exciting. And then she said like, oh, it's unfortunate. I think we maybe it was in our stories we posted something and she commented in response to that. And then I responded with like, yeah, Joe's going to be there. It's like, it's a shame. Like, oh, that's going to be amazing. And it's like, oh, it's such a shame that you can't come as well. It's just, and I was like, I'm having a conversation with like, so, like, and I was like, I think she said my name. I think she said my name on this. Oh, did like, you get a bit starstruck? <laughs> like, you know, it was, it was just that thing of like, I feel like you don't, um, you don't expect some like I don't know it's not even a starstruck because I don't mean it because I know that we always kind of talk about how like there is some level of like pe- people pushing you know brewers on yeah but we, it's like, like when we started this like, podcast when you, see, when you see an inspirational right. yeah. woman yeah. that you're like oh my god you see somebody that is an inspiring person in that industry yeah and then they like she, she maybe she just found out my name right then and there I don't know but I, I didn't care like I was like oh my god like it's <laughs> great like and I think back to our first <laughs> if you've been with us on this journey dear listeners think back to our first episode Sophie was one of the brewers that we highlighted in our first ever episode so it's, it's nice to have that kind of cyclical thing going on yeah where we get to talk to these people and that's why it's like for me it's like finding someone so inspirational and then they're like oh yeah it's gonna be really fun seeing Joe it's a shame you can't come Tori and I'm like it was great we ate local cheese we had local cheese we had um lovely bread and we had uh, oh with this really lovely apple cake that we you put blue cheese on and it was great you'd like the apple cake you wouldn't have had the blue until cheese the blue until cheese i put the blue cheese on top was it was like, good though <laughs> it was good um so this beer is called liquid state um it is a chinook centennial and cashmere west coast ipa um, I'm gonna say, how did you feel about 
making a West Coast, <laughs> West Coast IPA. Like, so I was out about, of all I... the styles you could have brewed, did okay. you know in advance? So I'm going to ask yes. you, I'm going to be the interviewer and you be the interviewee. Yep. Uh, so first of all, I like that it's, it says like WC IPA, because obviously West Coast, because yep. I like to think in my head it's women's collaboration. I think, oh, nice. It's West Coast. But um, how, like, did you know in advance yes. what you were going to brew? Like, was yes. there a chat of, you're coming today, here's what you're brewing? Yes. So um, my I was there, Sophie was there. Uh, my colleague Sarah was there. We also had um, Michaela from Beerable Fish was with us. Uh, Michaela from Arch Deli in London was there. Um, and we had another lady, Chloe, who used to work at a brewery but doesn't anymore. But um, she knew Sophie and so like Sophie was kind of like, come and brew with us again. We're going to get you back into the industry. Like coaxing her back in. Um lovely it was a nice like nice little group of us um it did try to snow on the day which i was slightly concerned about because i was driving the work car um snow for me yeah yeah we we were out out in in ipswich (laughs) where where burnt mill is um but we were fine it was fine um but yeah so we had like a uh, an email chain going between all of us and we picked what we wanted to brew um i knew it was was gonna be a west coast ipa was that everyone that was was that accounted for like everyone that went to the day in total or were you guys just sort of like the decision makers for the day that was everyone that went yeah that was everybody that that came i believe um because sophie put out a eventbrite and then emailed around everybody um so yeah we had this conversation about what we were going to make because it was the 10th anniversary of international women's collaboration brew day and because it's burnt meal it was felt that a west coast is like that's their wheelhouse right like burnt meal make these ipas and and those really kind of classic beers and so we thought felt like a west coast was the way to go um we must uh then then had a conversation about what hops we wanted to put into it um because this is a collaboration with bathhouse x as well just point that out there we are bipartisan um on a women's brew but uh but we then had a chat around what different sorts of hops we could have and it's called not it's called liquid state because you know beer but also we use some lovely revolutionary uh liquid hopping products as part of it as well so we've got kind of you know this classic beer style that um that burnt meal quite well known for making and making really well and then we're using some um you know some revolutionary products um and we can't you know centennial and columbus and chinook there's a bit of columbus in there as well yeah uh they are very you know obvious choices for a west coast ipa i think like those those proper american sea hops uh, but then we chucked a bit of cashmere in there cashmere is one of my favorite hops because you get that lovely melon note from it um so i was very pleased that we were then like let's chuck some cashmere in as well um very excited and i got to put the liquid hops in which made me really happy <laughs> <laughs> do you have to wear any like really sexy gloves to do it um, they just had uh, we didn't have like the up to the elbow like up over your elbow gloves like you had at Elusive but we did have some like proper I mean, industrial gloves style. on that is the sex appeal <laughs> yeah well but a burnt meal's got like a, a bigger kit than I've worked on before like the um, the mash tun's got steps in it <laughs> like 
That's how big it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so it's, it's a it's a big old big. boy. <laughs> yeah, they make a lot of beer. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was interesting, and I just like going to all these different breweries and seeing how their kits work and how they do things. And it, yeah, it was interesting. Each time I learn something new, and I get to have a different experience. And and it, it's great seeing that interaction when you've got different brewers coming together and seeing them learning from one another. Um, like uh, seeing how different setups work and how different products work and, and, you know, giving each other little tips and things like it's like, it's really fun. I enjoyed it. So like, yeah, when, when, when they were like West coast IPA, were you sort of like, was there a part of you that was like, Oh, <sighs> there was a little bit there. There was a bit inside me that died because it's not my favorite beer style. Um, but I'm, I'm saying, I knew. I'm not saying at all that you were like disappointed. Don't no. want to do it. But was there like was your initial gut instinct? And I'm sure you'll ha- you'll be happy with the result. But like, was your initial gut instinct just to be like, ow? Oh, no. Yeah. But I was just like, this is burnt meal. We've got to make a beer that epitomizes the brewery. That's really going to use like fun fun hot products because I work for a hot merchant now. Like I have to you know do things like that now. Um, and yeah, it, it was appropriate for the situation that we were in. It may not be my favorite beer style, but, um, I think we made quite a good product at the end of it. I think it's just really funny because I remember like in years past of the voting for the numerous, um, <laughs> like the numerous, like brewing of the International Woods Collaboration Brew Day yeah. beers. And I'm like, you're always let's like, make a stout. I, I remember that you're like, <laughs> we're voting on the style. And I, I said stout. But you're like, everyone's voting for other things. And then, like, Stout won, you're like, Stout won! I was so surprised. <laughs> yeah, like, I was so surprised. You were like, I didn't see that coming because I didn't, didn't. think anyone would ever vote. Because I remember you being like, I want to vote for Stout, but I'm, like, really not convinced that, like, other people are going to vote for that. And then, like, I might as well vote for, like, my next favourite style because that's more likely to get the votes. And I, and I remember saying to you, nah. You got to just like, vote for stout. Just, just vote for like what you <laughs> vote with your heart. Want. If you want a stout, yeah. I was like, vote with your heart. If you want an actual stout, like go get that stout, girl. Like, I voted, I voted it. with my heart for cashmere for this one. I was just like, like do what you got to do. And let's then you put were like, cashmere in it. <laughs> it was genuinely Love it cashmere. was actually really funny for that specific reason. Like I was like vote for it with your heart girl. <laughs> and it came through and i was so so proud of you let's drink this beer though let's like, drink it it is a beautiful color have you had it already yet um so i have had a little sip of it i've not had a lot of it i had a little sip because i had to take some photos for work um cracked it open at like 10 o'clock in the morning one day you, casually just casually cracking it open at 10 o'clock in the morning taking some photos of it um it's a lovely color it's quite nice and clear it's like a gold color with a nice foamy head Oh, it smells nice. Yeah, it's got like that resinous, piney, proper American hops. It's really refreshing. Like from sip one, it feels refreshing. I feel like recently, like I'll give it to like West Coast. Like <laughs> as much as it like sort of pains me to admit, I feel like recently I've I've been like I mean I still again I still am like favorite is New England. Yep. I don't think that's going to change because that is just I like Juicy Boys like that is how it is but I think that I more and more would be like yeah okay this is refreshing and I'm enjoying it I think it is just 
I think it's just because, like, the first time I had, like, West Coast, like, a long, long time ago, it just felt really, really bitter and unbalanced. And every so often you have one that's not the best in terms of balance and then it just completely throws you off and you're just like yeah no i'm good i just i don't gravitate to them but then you have a whole bunch that are really like the you know the right level of balance for my taste buds and then all of a sudden i'm like okay maybe i don't maybe i don't just like i I never hated them we talked about this when we did oregon trout i never hated them it's just they weren't my preferred style of ipa and they're still not but i think i look forward i actively look forward to them more now than I previously had because I just feel like recently in the last two years A, my taste buds have probably changed and evolved and everything else but B, I think I've just had I've been spoiled for having some like really, really, really good West Coasts Yeah, (laughs) it's hard not to come around to them this has got like a really nice crispness to it that Mm. I think is key for a West Coast because that like adds to the drinkability it's got that bitterness it's a little bit earthy a little bit resinous a little bit piney and then there's like a nice fruitiness. I'm like, I'm getting that lovely melon from the cashmere. Makes me happy. It is just nice. It's that like, it's, that bitterness is kind of just more at the back end of it as well. Like your initial, it's not, I think sometimes what I struggle with is when it is bitter from start to finish and it's yeah. like really, really strong. Whereas this is just like, yeah it's just really nice that bitterness comes through like at the back end and then yeah it just makes me want a snack though that's my problem with west coast is like well because they're so like moorish they always make me want a snack like some salted nuts or something <laughs> and we did we had good snacks at the brew day it was oh, it was yeah, a good day yeah so sophie went and got um local bread and cheeses for us and we just had like a lovely little rustic feast and you know we shared beers <laughs> that's another i think i feel like that's a key thing about um international women's collaboration brew day is bringing some beers to share or <laughs> being able to share things like that as well that's that's always lovely because then you get to taste a little bit of what everybody does did you i guess the question is as well like so from the whole day like what time did you start or what time did you finish i want to say we got there about nine and i think i ended up leaving about five like it's like a full day um and that because there was i suppose because there are fewer of us like we could be a little bit more hands-on but also like so you know it's a nice size kit so um other things some things happen more automatically than than on smaller kits um but there's always there's always a little bit of standing around and having a good chat. Um, that's just brewing in general. Though, yeah, just like, brewing yeah, in general. There's, there's always like I mean, I guess there's always a bit of standing I around. Should, and I should specify collaboration yeah. brewing. Yeah, I feel like when you're just brewing a normal yeah. beer, you're probably like doing seven thousand. Right, you're doing other things. Jobs, yeah, you're probably cleaning. Like let's be real. Right, what well, like yeah, seriously. <laughs> so while we were stu- while we were stood there enjoying <laughs> snacking on lovely local cheeses and and you know cinnamon cinnamon apple cake um the other people that work in the brewery were you know cleaning things out and and labeling things and bringing in pallets and you know getting ready for the next day and all like you know there was lots of stuff going on around us and we were still around eating cheese (laughs) so we did clean we we did empty out the mash tun that is key i feel like if you go to if you go to a collaboration brew and you don't clean out the mash tun that's just rude 
I actually find it like really. I I've, I've said it before, definitely to you. I don't know if I've said it on the pocket. Like I genuinely enjoy digging up. Yeah, she, she really <laughs> because, does. Because she always so gets it like in two, her poo. Yeah, there's like two like really weird things. That, like I would I would argue are weird because I feel like for some people cleaning out the mash tun is like a necessary evil for me like i find it really satisfying to kind of be like oh let's scoop it out and let's plop it in the bag and then you get all the nice steam and the nice smells and then i think there's also like some element of i feel like i've earned whatever probably relatively unhealthy lunch i'm gonna have and beers and everything else like i feel like it's like a day well earned like i've done something active and also, it is oddly satisfying, especially when you open it. When you open the mash up, and then it just floops. That first floop of the of 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 everything just flooping out when you open the door is like that's a technical term. Yeah, that's, that is that is the most technical term there is. I was like, prepare for the floop, everyone. It's happening. <laughs> it is like I like putting a smiley face in it if you can get it in there, and then it just floops off, and it's just that alone is oddly satisfying. And then just like the digging out in general and putting it into normally like bags or see so this was how you do it. This was a lot of grain, so they have big a big container and they fill it into the big container and the container gets moved out of the way, not into double individual ba- bags. Double barreled had a had a big one as well. Yeah, I'll talk about it in a minute, but yeah, double barreled had a big one as well. So yeah, I was it's a bit like oh, I just want to floop it in a bag. It's just, yeah, but then no, it made it no easier. Bags. Yeah, it makes <laughs> it, it easier because easier, then they come yeah, and forklift. Yeah. That out of the way, rather than us trying yeah. to trundle it across the floor, and, which is what and, we usually do. And you're not like, oh, I missed the bag slightly because the bag started folding as I was putting my thing yeah. in, and then someone got distracted <laughs> while you were putting it, and they looked away, and then the bag flooped over, and everything came out. And yeah, like that—that's like the stressful part. It, it makes it easier, but there's that. And then I think the other weird thing that I enjoy about brew days are, is like drinking wort. I genuinely like. You I love genuinely that. like it. You do love that. <laughs> genuinely like the taste of it because it's just like cereally and it's really really nice <laughs> and people are just like i don't uh, like are you weirdo like i think when we did i think when we did like elisa's brave noise like everyone else but me and you because yeah. i felt like i felt like you almost felt obligated to have it i did like, you were like i guess i'll have it and yeah. i was like yes but like <laughs> i was like yes please i get to have this now like this is great and everyone else was like nah not for me and i was like yes and then you kind of felt like there was some obligation there of like, i did I guess i'll have it too and then i got, finished got stand by my beer bestie yeah, and then I gave her the, re- the like, rest of it. you're like, I don't want more, I'll have it. It's I was like, like that's cool, I'll have it, it's good. And I'm fairly certain Ruth was like, what are you even, t- like, you animal, like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's not even got like, whiskey in it, like, come on. No, I've still never had whiskey mm. more, which I feel like I want to have, but I just, I don't have that opportunity all the time, because I don't just happen to have whiskey on me when I'm... <laughs> when i get the opportunity to have what but and um, what was like the brewery layout like in the sense of like is there a tap room there or was it all is it all just literally brewery no tap room just brewery um it's on i don't even want to call it a industrial estate we had a little bit of trouble finding it <laughs> I like um if, i feel like if it if it's not on an industrial estate that's it's, when you start being like Ugh. like you drive by the industrial tank it must be in there and then it's not and you're like what? it's on like there are other businesses there and it's kind of over the back and in like a space like an industrial unit um but it's yeah there's like lots of farm fields over the back and there's a like soda company there as well or it might be like a gas company like a co like a co2 company or something like that um Handy. and like a 
it was either a taxi place or a car rental place in, is out the front um and a vending machine place <laughs> a real no, mix of different we to like mirakai we're like is yeah it in the, exactly the like that like is it in there it, it's like, exactly no. like that there's all these random businesses in this little little space um and you kind of have to go up and around to get to it like we we drove in and i'm driving the work car not my usual car <laughs> And I'm like, I where it says we're here, like, and we drove up round. And I'm like, mm, no, that no. And we drove back round. So then my colleague Sarah got out and went for a wander. And like, she, like she went and knocked on the door of one of the offices and was like, we're looking for bare meal. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, it's over that. And she's like, it's that. And she like ended up climbing over a fence and going round. And then she found one of the guys in the brewery, and they were like, just drive and follow me round, and I'll show you. Because <laughs> you do have to kind of go between some buildings to get to where it was. Right, right. Um, so we we got in there. That was fine. We got there. We got there in the end. And it's like um, they've got like a cold cold store for all of their beers, and then um, they've got a big fancy screen that they put all of their like planning on. Oh wow! Yeah, I was just like, like that's like, organized. Like, to picture, is it like a TV? Is it just like a big? Yeah, TV and then it's got like or? a it's got their like calendar on who's doing what when and and that's some really people organized. like who's on holiday and things like that. That's um, really organized. Yeah, similar, wow. I'd say probably a similar layout to Elusive, um, but kind of more a kind of corridor and it comes round on itself. Um, then there was a cold store, then there was kind of the office-y bit, place where they pack up all the all the cans and things. And then they had like another little like um, hut outside that was the office where they, where they did bits and pieces. Um, so yeah, it was like it's compact but works well. Um, if you're not, I'm saying like a bit like elusive in layout. If you'd like to see that, you can head over to Coffee and see our bonus video of a little tour that we did with we did with Ruth. Um, so follow the link in the show notes to go and have a look at that if you fancy it. Our amazing MTV Cribs brewery tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your girls wandering around elusive. He's like wandering around, like it is. It is like yeah. a. It's it's a what like what you. Yeah. I like that you've made it sound like we've gone through this like massive like maze <laughs> of buildings. Like it is. I, I've I've explained to people like it is properly elusive in the sense of like I've I've seen people just not even realise like it's there and they have to have like sort of the signs out to the side, yeah. especially in winter when it's cold and they don't have like the outside seating. I think it's just so easy to miss. Um, but Mill's but... definitely got more vessels like that because obviously they've got more beers going on all at once so they've got more fermentation vessels and bright tanks and stuff so slightly bigger in that sense yeah, but yeah, yeah. they fit it all into quite a compact space quite well I think it is it is interesting to see like space management in yeah movies, I feel like um quite interesting but yeah that's um like did you I guess did people stick around once it was done? Like, at what point did you kind of... Because you know how, like, some days you, you go to, like, collaboration brews and then they're kind of like, uh, yeah, and then this is the last thing and we'll handle the rest of it afterwards. Or, like, like at what point did you go, okay, we're done now, and then did you, like, linger around for a bit or did you go... Some of us did. It depended on go. train times because people needed to get back. Um, we were all going to go out for a drink, but... Um but timings of the day and then because it was like on and off snowing um we i think we all kind of left a little bit earlier than we were going to uh because like i didn't want to get stuck on the m25 in the snow <laughs> Can't imagine um 
Um, yeah, and I like I dropped some people off at the station and then then drove on home. So yeah, we it kind of got to that point where it was like, okay, we're cleaning up a bit. We're going to do a bit more cleaning so that we're ready for the next day. If you hang around, we'll all go to the pub, or if not, you know, off you can toddle off and start getting home. So. It's always kind of that lull at the end, isn't it? It's kind of like, no is there anything more you want us to do? Yeah, right, you don't no want to be the first one to go. To leave, but right. also you're sort of like, I want to stay and be useful. But there's like a fine line between staying around and being useful and just yeah. getting in the way. Getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to. And, and because a lot of times, you know, not I would say arguably all these times, um, people want to make sure that you have the best time possible. Yeah. And especially when it's something like this and they're trying to get people interested in learning and all that, like they want you to have the best time possible. So they're not going to be like, yeah, here, come and do this, like, help me clean this up and do the non-glamorous, non, not as fun stuff. Um, they're just going to be like, no, no, you have a good time. Have your food and, enjoy, you know, enjoy your snacks while we do this next thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, while we prep for this next thing. So you can just come in and do the fun part of it, you know, and then we'll cover the rest. And yeah. you kind of be like, I just don't want to be in the way. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds like a fun. It was a nice day. It was a good day. Um, like, I definitely saw, you know, tips and tricks being passed around. And, and yeah, good, good things were... Good things happened. And we made this Did lovely beer out of it. Um, I was also sharing other bits from the day for work as well um so we there was some home brewing happening at work and i was showing some bits about that and um we were able to share some hop samples with some other breweries and they were sharing um what they were doing with those so i was putting that out as well like just share, sharing the love around all the different networks so that we could see what everyone was up to so yeah that uh, there was not just brewing but social media work going on as well and then I was posting to my channel and I think I was posting to I was to, posting to Love Beer Learning and posting to Women's Brew so yeah you got to juggle all the things I did I did a few to a degree and then after I was like <laughs> after a certain point I was like no and then eat apple cake no. with cheese on it like <laughs> the most important part yeah apple cake with cheese well the beer is really delicious um, I'm pleased with it I, I looked on the website because I was going to say like, oh we'll link to buy it but it's like you can't buy it anymore it's gone it's gone. Completely oh. gone. Although saying that, so that's gone. But I was looking through like Burnt Mill's overall beer to buy. And I just want to say, so I've seen they've got Twin Oaks, which is a mixed firm sour. Oh, yeah. I saw that they had some new mixed firm stuff like that looked good. <gasps> I'm just like, that looks, this is completely not to do with International Collaboration <laughs> Brew Day. But I was looking, trying to find that. And I was like, oh, I was like, what is this? I also had their meal really interesting meal pills on the day. That was really lovely. Um, yeah, what what other beers did you did you drink? Other beers on the day, like what what? Did yeah, you we drink? just drank we just drank burnt meal beers. Um, and I was driving, so obviously I couldn't I could only have a little Indulge sips. as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I had a little bit of meals meal pills. Tried um, a. Ch- it was a chocolate porter or cocoa porter that was quite nice yeah they've got some lovely beers go and check them out go buy some of their beers yeah i really want to get this twin oats because it's like (laughs) um like a collab they've basically done with the brewery and yeah so so they brewed a beer in 2019 and then they put it to rest 
and a Shepton off to Pat Barrel. Yeah. And then yeah, they they were inoculated with a strain that was brought over by the brewery by the brewery. The brewery. Yep. The brewery. <laughs> I was like, I'm just like the brewery, like no, like yeah. the, the brewery. <laughs> and then yeah, it just yeah, it's just, a beer was then transferred to rest in an Oloroso sherry barrel. Ooh. Giving us vibrant citrus lemon and lychee aromas, balanced with vanilla tannins and grassy notes. Like that to me, it does say contains sediment, so I know that there will be people that don't read that, get it in their beer, and go like, "What is this?" Uh, but it's best before of January twenty twenty seven, so it's like you can keep it there and age it. But I am just like, oh, amazing! A seven fifty ml bottle for like eighteen quid, but I feel like that is no different than, like this is this to me is a prime example of when people go. I don't understand why someone would pay 18, you know, pounds for a, a bottle, but it's like, it's a 750ml bottle, it's right. a sharing bottle, and this is one that I feel like you would sip on and you would enjoy with, like, company. What it ABV like is it? conversation point. Um, 7.2%. Oh, it's not even too But I think that's just, bad. like, I personally feel like this is, com- this is the type of thing that's comparable yeah to like buying a bottle of wine yeah, of course. and nobody would bat an eyelid at an 18 pound 750 right. ml bottle of wine yes there's less alcohol in it but i don't think that's to i don't feel like the the element of this isn't the alcohol it's like all the flaves that you're getting from those barrels yeah and just the interesting nature of it and i feel like it would make a really good conversation piece but it's i hadn't looked at burnt mills shop in quite a while so this is like the first time i'd looked because I really try really hard not to buy beers and listen to the podcast. Um, so I had it looked for a while and I was trying to get, Let, I'll link it. We can link it in the show notes. It'll be really good. And I was just scrolling through like, what are these bottles? And yeah, really, really, they've got um, different variations of it. Basically, I think they've been aged in different barrels. So um, I'm doing my best not to buy any of them because I feel like... <laughs> financially that's the problem when you start I just, looking I just at, bought a new at phone. I, I just bought a bunch of stuff and my my bank account is like you know that meme where it's like uh people beat and they're like stop it he's had enough and then it's like more things just jump in and start beating it that is like my bank account right now oh dear. so i'm doing my very best <laughs> with all these pre-holiday expenses to not buy any more but burnt mill are making it exceptionally difficult so if somebody wants to have a bottle share that has these beers, I mean, I can bring some things, you can bring these. <laughs> <laughs> Happy days, I'll organise it, it's fine. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think if you like West Coast, this, this international yeah. collaboration, you can't get it from their website, unfortunately, but I'm sure there's probably some. I feel like someone's probably there. got it. Yeah. yeah. Cool, so that was yours from Mark Mill. We'll now go on to my experience at Double Barreled, which I was not doing in a work capacity and that just one fancies the bright one which oh, is a best a bitter special oh, no, it's, bitter. A, it's a special bitter not even a best bitter it is indeed um, and the label's gorgeous and i can tell you about that actually Ooh. as well but that'll be part of that let's crack it open let's pour it yeah, my, my, i've pitched again as well at that brew day brewery asmr <laughs> I keep telling people, and I'm like, you could be the first one to have this idea. <laughs> I'm giving it away for free. She keeps trying no to make one, it happen. It's like fetch. No it's not going to happen. I think it should happen, though. I'm just <laughs> saying, I watch plenty of ASMR, and I know what sells. Look at that, though. Like, look at that pour. Ooh. It's a beautiful colour. 
And that head, that head. It's that proper like orangey, like... amber, bitter colour. I would definitely say like orangey. Yeah. For sure. Um, with that beautiful white head on that. Oh, it smells so citrusy. Beautiful. Have you had this yet? I haven't. Oh, first taste. It is indeed. As we were just saying a minute ago, it's a special bitter. 5% ABV. I get this like really lovely like citrusy orange marmalade yeah marmalade and toast it's marmalade on toast oh, it's just it smells so inviting it smells so inviting i'm gonna sip it i'm having it oh it's so good <laughs> i made that I that's pints that. i didn't make that on my own that that's is pints like... in pubs that is this is yeah this is very me um you like really get that biscuity yeah but, like oh it's just Oh, it just makes me want to do like a happy little dance. Like, <laughs> it's really not. Not that I didn't like the West Coast. I like the West Coast, but this is definitely more me and my taste, my individual taste. Buds. Yes. Whereas, like that West Coast was executed beautifully. It was really mm. good. I feel like pie, like pub, like you said, pub pints. Yeah. Pretty much for me, the West Coast would be good with snacks and everything. I feel like this I should have it in a like, dimple pot. Like I, I have inappropriate ah! glassware. <laughs> I should have brought my dimple pot instead <laughs> I chose to have my double barrel glass nice <laughs> so I was like I'll use my double barrel glass instead um so yeah uh trying to think about condensing the day down so basically this was this whole recipe was created from um so uh the brewer Chelsea so unfortunately I think Chelsea was ill on the day oh no so she couldn't be there she was meant to like she made the recipe she was meant to come in and sort of lead us all uh, but unfortunately she wasn't well so Jim who's the head brewer sort of did it instead and he was really really great anyways um, and Kirsty who's the sales operations manager she sort of like supported as well and Lucy and Mike the co-founders were there um, and it was just like it was a really good day overall got there about eight eight o'clock no half eight is when we were meant to sort of arrive there so it was a fairly early early start and like you said we sort of there was an Eventbrite link and you could buy a session, you could buy the uh, day session, which was like the brewing, because they wanted to keep numbers low on that. And I think it was capped out, I want to say like 20 people, but I might okay. be, I might be wrong. They wanted like 20 people max for the for that part of the day. And then in the afternoon, um, because the brewery is also in, like there's a tap room in the brewery as well. They're located, for anyone that doesn't know, they're located sort of in Reading, not the centre centre, they're about, I don't know, 10 minute walk from Reading West Station. Or it was like a quick 12, 15 minute bus ride from the normal Reading train station. Um, yeah, it was uh, the afternoon you could come just to the taproom part of things and have uh, do a tasting there, which was really, really good. Um, it is called The Bright One yeah, because uh, it is named after the goddess Bridget which is close to Bridget so I was like that feels right but it's, it's you know my, my middle name uh, but yeah it was Bridget and and um, I, I did a quick Google because I couldn't remember like all the details on it but it says she was the daughter of the chief of the gods uh, and was also known as the goddess of healers, poets, smiths childbirth and inspiration and her name means exalted one and so I think they said they, they I remember during the talk uh, Lucy was kind of like we were going to name it Bridget but then it was sort of like 
for one reason or another they, they they didn't go with that name and they were like instead you know she's also known as as the bright one so that's why they decided to go with that name and what was really cool was like the label artwork which is flowers uh, on the day they had these really really lovely flowers arranged by green feather flowers which i think they're like a local ish florist and they did these beautiful flower arrangements that like sat on the bar and um they used they took the photos the photographer their in-house photographer like um did the photos based on the flowers there and that's what was on the can that's what oh, wow. on the can so it's really really cool in that sense that's like, fun. i was there I've, I've got photos of my beer in front of the flowers and everything else and then they had these like small little flowers on the side that it said like take one and give it to a woman in your life that that has been really supportive and inspiring to you which is ah. really cool um i took one and they're like who are you gonna give it to and i was like failing because she's a bad bitch Ah, yay! Uh, it was either that or i was gonna give it to my sister-in-law as well but um she was away i think so i didn't actually get to see her and i was like i'll give it you could have pressed one and given it to your mom i didn't think that far ahead i didn't even think about that didn't even cross my mind to do that and now i'm like yeah dickhead i should have done that But instead, I... You didn't run it past me. You should have told me on the day and I'd have been like, take one, press it, send it to your mum. That's true. I mean, I'm lucky that it got all the way back to mine, like, <laughs> still intact, to be honest. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it for me as well. So the, the brew day already got moved from like an eight o'clock start to a half eight, which was really good because it just gave me like that little bit extra wiggle room. And so it was cool because... I was sort of I had people that I knew that were there and I also had people that I was like no I like never met them just just people that were interested which was also really cool to see like all different age ranges and like levels of experience and exposure um I met up with Ruth and we took the we met at Reading train station we sort of took the bus together and then Charlotte so Ruth from Lucid and then uh Charlotte who people know from a hoppy place um she was there when I when I walked in so you know that we were like rioting before it even hit like 10 o'clock like it was 10 o'clock and I think we had already we had already gone I think Charlotte had already gone on a rant about like capitalism or something like that and we're like here we are are ranting about like uh, we were just basically setting the world to write at like 10 a.m before we'd even really finished like a coffee it was <laughs> it was incredibly funny but basically i woke up and i was like oh fuck it's snowing and then i kind of had this dilemma of like what do i do do i take the train do i drive and then i thought yeah but if i drive i'm not really gonna be able to drink and that's gonna be like yeah a bit sad because it's i was working I can do that. <laughs> so i was like you know what i'm yeah i'm i'm driving it was fine. So, so I, so I, I ate more cheese. That. So I thought about that, and I was like, "Yeah, I could, I could drive," but then I kind of like weighed it up, and I was like, "Well, the trains are running; they're just delayed, and it will get better as the day goes on." And then I sort of said to Rick, "Like, I need, I need an unbiased opinion here. What do you think?" And he kind of said to me, "You could drive there, but actually, that might be more dangerous than just taking the train. And if the train's running and you can get there, you know, you'll be able, you'll not most likely yeah. be able to get home." And we're absolute worst case scenario, he could have come to pick me up if I really, really needed it. Yeah. But I think I think something had happened with him where he wasn't well or something. So he wasn't he technically probably shouldn't have come to get me. So 
I was trying not to rely rely on him doing that. And then I messaged Ruth like, what do you think about driving? And then she's like, yeah, but then you can't drink and it might be more dangerous. And I was like, okay, train it is. So <laughs> we met up, we found, we navigated to the bus ourselves. We tried to get an Uber, literally no Ubers were running. That was already the, the stress of the days. We were like, no cabs were picking people up. They were just dropping people off and then driving off. And there was a massive queue. So we're like, okay, wow. that's out. Then we tried the Uber. It was massively expensive. And then nobody people were going away and not stopping. Yeah, I think so. People later that day said, yeah, there was actually issues with the Ubers. So we're like, okay, let's ditch that plan. Bus. And so we basically made our way to the bus. And that was a fun ride. We got to sit at the back because we're super cool rebels. We were like, <laughs> yeah. The, the excitement of like we get to sit at the back was real and then a bunch of actual like kids and their parents going to school came and like sat at the back and we were like oh let's move our stuff out of the way <laughs> it was really funny uh, and also it was like so slippy and wet I almost ate shit like getting off the bus because the bus was like it was already wet from people's feet and then it was also at an angle because of how the street was. And yeah. I almost ate shit getting off the bus. And I was like, that would have been so embarrassing if I, like, stru- like tried to strut Sorry. getting off the bus and Can't then fell. Can't come to Brudeo. I fell off the bus. I was like, that would be so embarrassing. Um, so, yeah, no, it was good. We got there. We got there nice and early. And that's when I realised, like, Charlotte was there. And then there was some other, like, really, really cool. I love a surprise Charlotte regulars. cameo. Those are my faves. <laughs> I got surprised Charlotte. I actually yeah. kind of did get surprised Charlotte in a way. Um, but yeah, so it was cool. We sort of checked in, had a coffee. We knew what we were brewing before we got there because we sort of had the email that came out that said, here's what what was really good. And I'm guessing yours was probably similar. It was like an email that was out that was like, what time we starting? What to wear? What to bring? What to be aware of? You know, this is the plan for the day. This is start time, finish time. Um, all, all of that, like really good stuff. And it was like, Chelsea wrote the recipe. We're really excited about it. And... And so we sort of knew, going into it, the structure of the day. I just didn't know Charlotte was going to be there, I don't think. And I was like, <laughs> way, it's great. It's a great surprise. And then there were some um, other ladies that, by the end of the day, we were all set in the world to write together at, like... It was really great. There were people that, um, that are regulars that go to Double Barreled, um, who are also, like, into the beer scene as well. And then uh, one of them... Lexi I ran into again like at Siren's birthday and I was like hey so I love that. Like she was she was with a dog and a, I was like oh Dogger! that's such a good thing it about it as well is that you then meet all these different people and you get like you're gonna see them again you'll see them again out in the community and you know and then you get to make those friendships it's great I love it yeah I think the only thing like for me is there was there was like a lot of people there for like the size kit that they had and i think and that wasn't a problem but i think for me it meant that i didn't i almost felt a little bit more useless because when we arrived they were already like starting to put sort of the the grains in and yeah it's like really cool their machine this is one that i hadn't seen before so it's the first time i'd seen this it's one of those um, machines that you kind of put the grains in and then it uh, goes up a tube. Yes, that's what uh, Bert Mills one's like. Yeah, it was re- it was really cool. Um, so I just rather than it like that. coming down from gravity, which is what we used to on the smaller kits that we brewed on. Yeah, this one's got feeds it in. Yes, or, or yeah, or like we're dumping or we're, we're tipping it in ourselves. It in. Yeah, yeah. This was like it. It was like going up a little ramp. And yeah. Then, 
so that was the first time i'd seen that so that was like a first that was a first for me there and that was pretty cool uh, but we came i didn't get to do anything with that per se because i sort of came as they were lined up yeah not doing it um but i think for me because i brewed on a commercial level like a few times before and had like more of a hands-on personal experience with it and i was very conscious that there was people across the spectrum who like either maybe hadn't done a brew day before or was like really really no advice to it like full stop i didn't want to take away from their experience so like when it came to like who wants to do this who wants to do who wants to dump the hops in normally like if this was our like five people max brew day or three people brew day or whatever we'd be like yeah let's do it get involved get involved i sort of stood back because i was like if no one else volunteers to do it then yeah of course like i am more than happy to do it 100 percent. but i sort of didn't want to do the things that maybe other people wouldn't have that chance to do again yeah until another international women's day um so yeah i think for me i just ended up feeling like a little bit like oh i feel like i felt a little bit guilty because i did stand around like chatting a bunch which was like the best part of the day yeah Yeah, that's okay like the best part of the day because like yeah we like i said we were just like riot riot girls we were just there like and then this thing and then that thing that's charlotte's influence yeah i've been there i've done that (laughs) yeah before we knew it was like love you charlotte (laughs) before we knew it it was like and the man's doing this and we're gonna take the man down we were all like yeah we are and then we were so be thankful she didn't have any chalks all right (laughs) it's true there was no chalks um but that was like for me the best part of the day but then i did feel like really guilty because i thought like oh these people probably just think i'm not pulling my weight here but like (laughs) really the reason i was doing it was was like i didn't want to overtake people and i think to be fair it was probably like similar for like ruth as well like she she i mean i'm not speaking for her by any means like but for her as well you know she gets to do it all the time so it's probably not when someone's like do you want to do this it's hard because you don't want to jump in and be like immediately yes when you know that other people want that sort of experience as well but you know you you get involved you can steer some bits and it's definitely like that everyone 100 percent gets to like dig out the mash and that was the part that i like i was sort of like most people dread this (laughs) <laughs> you i it. don't dread it but then i was kind of like i also don't want to be selfish but i don't want people to think that like when i say i'm not trying to be selfish does someone else want this because if not i'll keep going i don't want yeah. people to think it is always that, isn't it it's like, like that i'm he wants like to have a trying go. to get out of doing it. i'll do like, it do you want to do like, it yeah to keep being like but genuinely i will keep doing this if you don't i think that's such a that's a, such a woman <laughs> thing as well you're like do you do you do you, do you want, want to have a go? To... Do you, I, I'll do it, or do you want to do it? Or like, I, we can both do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we want to make sure that everyone's having a good time and, and, yeah. and getting to experience all the things. And then yeah, it was the first time that like I was actually emptying it into like a big yeah box instead of like bags, and that was that was interesting. Um, and yeah, like I think for me the best part about that day was like the conversations and like some of the conversations that we had we had pizza for lunch it was great um we all sort of like just there was a group like there was i think a group of people that had come together and then like another group of us that were there and there was like some of the some of the staff were there as well that were participating like i think um one of the ladies i can't remember her name but i think uh she definitely works at the tap room 
and I think she's the supervisor of the tap room I just don't remember if I didn't catch her name I don't remember it but she was so so nice so so like so cool and we were all just sat there chatting and sharing our experience and it was like genuinely like some of the stuff that sometimes you maybe think am I overreacting and this is what actually International Women's Collaboration Brew Day is great for sometimes you go maybe it's just me and like maybe I've just noticed this or maybe I'm reading too much into that or whatever but when you have a bunch of other women that are like validating that of like no that's not just you you kind of go I thought I was being ridiculous or that I was you know I didn't say anything about this before because I felt like maybe it was just me overreacting or being emotional or hormonal or whatever else it is someone tries to tell you you then have all these other people that are like nah girl like same same like been there seen that I've also experienced that and it's just like a really liberating thing to be able to have those conversations yeah and I think this this is a a key thing about like you know people get really funny about oh safe spaces blah, 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 blah. no you need those places where you can talk to people who have had similar experiences that uh, that you've had and you can be, you can validate those feelings because yeah like you say sometimes you think oh it's just me being tired or no emotional or i'm making it up in my head and then someone goes no I've, that happened to me no that happened oh yeah no that's happened to me as well and like these are real real things that happen and they need to be addressed and we need our safe spaces and our shared spaces to have those conversations so that real change can happen yeah 100% agree with that um so that was kind of most of the day really and then that was like the brew the brew part of the day and then afterwards after the brew part when it became the I think it's about two or three o'clock is when it switched over so i didn't bring any beers with me to this to like share because i kind of i do think it's that like weird thing i took go, socks yeah you definitely take, <laughs> definitely take that's socks. the kind of thing that's the things that i take nowadays i take socks to things i took i think i think i and took pens. a change of trousers i took i think i took jeans with me because i was wearing my i was wearing like yoga bottoms the most breathable situation so i think i took like jeans with me in case i got wet from the broom process and i took extra socks a different pair of shoes um especially because it was snowing as well so i tended yeah. to take a little bit more than i normally would because i thought we have to kind of walk we just had beanies there. come in it was the first airing of our of our branded beanies we were very oh, pleased yeah amazing yeah i had my <laughs> i had my coven beanie on which is good um it was really great because like so throughout we'd get like they'd be like here have some beer so so i didn't bring beer with me because normally like if it was something smaller i'd be like let me take a bottle and maybe we'll open it and share it we'll see what the vibes are but like because i didn't know how many people were going to be there i didn't really know the other people i didn't know if that was going to be something that we were doing or if there was yeah structure like i didn't take anything and i'm glad i didn't like because they just kept being like here try some couplers which is what we blew it was a collaboration with coven um to like you know give money to to the coven and um they just been like have some more of this and i was like oh that that's what they brewed for international women's that's what they brewed for the day to, re- to release um, on the day on yeah. the day yeah exactly um so yeah we we drank that quite a bit as well throughout and had our pizza it paired really well with pizza i'll tell you that um and then yeah we just kept being like i guess we'll try some more beers and then we had the tasting that Lucy, like I said, is one of the co-founders. She was very pregnant. 
<laughs> bless her they've had their baby now congratulations congratulations they have had their baby now um i saw a photo and very 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 cute baby like really cute baby um but yeah she she was very pregnant at the time that we were doing this and it was so funny she was like i'm like what an actual trooper going up there and leading a tasting and just yeah i would have been like no no women can do whatever they want to do when they want to no if they want to lead a tasting while they're pregnant cool if you don't want to lead a tasting while you're pregnant also cool i would have been like i'm gonna use this as my opportunity to not do that because that is like how you can just power through that is just incredible but she did an amazing job and like it was funny because i'd like just taken my beanie off when we were having couplers and she was talking about the coven and everything else and i was like i feel like i should put my hat back on and i was like it's like represent um we had what mrs fisher knows which was the peach cobbler sour oh, you got me one of those like i've had that a few times now i love it's it. got cinnamon in it so of course you're gonna I love it. it i love it and it's the right amount of cinnamon and i love peach like we've already established i love peach and i love cinnamon and this to me was just like it was a peach cobbler it was beautiful and i ended up buying like cans to bring her i was like yes all the cans because i had to bring rick a can i'd bring you a can and then i was like then i'm gonna get fomo so i need to bring myself a can home so it was good so yeah we did the tasting we went through a few of those things and then it was just more socializing and drinking until it was time to leave um there was a lot that's when i say i sort of got charlotted because we (laughs) then she started being like all right who wants drinks i'll buy uh, i'll buy a round and then it was like okay and then like the last love you charlotte and then and then and then we were all getting the train we were all getting the bus back to the train station and then it became like all right like we need a tinny for the train we need a tinny for the train let's go (laughs) um and then they wanted to sit on the top row of the bus so i was like guess we're going up to the top row now this is fucking great we had to run for the bus it was the funniest thing because we're like the bus is coming we could see it on the roundabout we're like the bus is coming and we need to be at that bus stop up there run so we start running and then it ends up just going really slow and waiting anyways (laughs) and that whole time it's like we didn't have to run like we did not have to run meanwhile i was trying to get my my charger out of my bag for my my portable charger yep and um find my wallet and everything so i could get on the bus and then I got home and realised I did not... No, I got on the train and realised I didn't have my charger anymore. And I was like, oh, it fell out of my bag. Oh, no. Like, when I, it must have been when I was running for the bus. Well, interesting, because obviously we we probably... Yeah, I'd had, we'd all had a few drinks, but I just assumed that's when it had fallen out. Uh, we took what is apparently the limousine of buses back to it's like the best oh. bus in Reading apparently everyone's like really? if you live in Reading this is like a if you know you know someone can probably tell me exactly which bus I was on <laughs> I don't do a lot of buses so I was so awkward I was like do I ask to just go to Reading and they're like just get what, a single like just just a single and I was like okay and I was like I'm new to buses it was oh my god <laughs> oh my god i just don't normally take i haven't taken a bus in so long and i was like ah what do i do (sighs) but yeah so so sorted myself out got back the next night 
there was a tap takeover at the hive so you know how at the start we were kind of talking about different venues might do something so the hive did a tap takeover where they had elusive and double barreled on and i saw kirsty as i mentioned kirsty's the sale operations manager uh she pretty much does like all the things though she's <laughs> so like multifaceted like i feel like anything you can think needs doing like she does it it is impressive i'm exhausted just seeing how much she like balances and does um when we were just having the conversation the day before uh she managed to come out ruth came out um a few other people came out to this tap takeover <laughs> I, I walked into the hive and i saw them and i was like hey and they're like hey you're here we took your table <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> right? okay because i had booked a table not knowing yeah. how many people and it ended up just yeah. being me and rick and they were like oh, oh it's cool we've just get, like they gave me that table anyways we took it and obviously there's seats for like two of us and it yeah. was just funny i walked in we took your table but here's the table <laughs> i was like cool okay. uh which it, i would have shared the table anyways but yeah um, so they were like, we were wondering where you were. And I was like, well, I'm here now. <laughs> uh, and then Kirsty goes, so you left your fu- you left your battery charger. And I was like, so I did like, are you missing it? And I was like, I am. And she's like, well, you left it on the bus. <laughs> One of the ladies who's like a regular to the to double barreled who came to that brew day yeah she was the one that was helping us to figure out where we had to get off and all like all that so we got off at the right stop yeah apparently i thought it had fallen out as i was running for the bus turns out as i was rummaging through my bag i must have either put it down or it must have fallen uh, out of yeah. my bag and then i got off the bus going this is our stop ah and then ran to get off and then left it behind and didn't realize and then she got in contact and then kirsty saved the day and well they both saved the day and she sent it back to me so i didn't have to ah. recharge it but i was like oh companionship test passed like we've made bonds here <laughs> a bond this woman this a bond this woman did not want to make but she did the, she was the better person and she was like i'm gonna get this silly person's charger back to them um that's nice. funny i i got a i brought a the my my train beer was if you want to be my lager and oh I nice it, I was, it was like spice girls reference great and then i was like this is be an easy drinking one for the train and uh not everybody waited to get to the train to have theirs um and we were all on separate trains surprised. anyway so it was me by myself not even that late in the day like i think it was about seven o'clock ish what ended up happening as well was rick th- i think rick thought i was more drunk than i was because i actually what i really wasn't that bad it was, you get tipsy but it wasn't really that bad so but what had happened was Ruth and I both got to the train station and I went, this is the one that goes to Crowthorn. We looked 100% and we're like, that one goes to Crowthorn, the one she needed to get on that left sooner. She could have gone on either and I went, go on the one that leaves sooner, don't worry about it. I'll get on this one, it'll be fine. Sat down in the train and then uh, go, let me just do a quick double check at where it's stopping just to be extra sure. Yeah, somehow, I think what had happened was the train that was going to where I'm from was cancelled. Oh no. But the signage on the platform hadn't changed. Oh. And by the time I sort of had worked that out and processed it, and I was on the phone to Rick, and he was looking it up online just to double check, the train had left. And I was like, oh, well, it's pulling away now. Don't worry. And he goes, no, that's too early for that train to be leaving. And I was like, what? 
what is happening so i ended up he ended up having to come to work in him and he goes are you sure you just weren't pissed and didn't read the sign right and i was like no a hundred percent i was like me and ruth were both like that that is going and i realized later he's just sitting there reminding you of that time you missed your uh, stuff and he had to come and get you he loves asleep. telling that story yeah he loves asleep. telling you that story so you just fall asleep on this train again when i woke up <laughs> And I was like, and he's like, wake up, you're at the station. I was like, okay. And then I walked to the door and it was like, nope. And it closed. I was like, I'm sorry, it closed in my face. Yeah, it was not. That was Our not. husbands put up with a lot from that us. Was, that was arguable. Thank you, Rick and Gordon. We love you. Yeah, I would say, like, thank you, and I appreciate it. I really do. But also, but then it does get used against me quite. Yeah, like, same. Be like, oh, yeah, remember that time that you fell asleep on the train and then I had to call you and wake you up and uh, and then come get you and woken him. And I'm like... Gordon had to come yeah. get me from Canterbury the other week because um, the per- I, was, I was ready... Uh, to go and the person that I was with needed the loo and so then I missed my train by like a minute Aww. I was so annoyed and he's like I'll just come get you and I was like I was ready <laughs> like it wasn't me I think the problem was that it was because of the snow it the train yeah. was still running but it was like it would cancel one and then kind of like merge two trains but it might not have stopped everywhere so like that's kind of what happened and things were a little bit out of whack and it wasn't until I got back to the wrong station that I heard I overheard the people talking and they were like yeah there either wasn't enough staff that could make it in or just the the, the weather overall caused issues and I was like that's what's happened is they've cancelled that train before but nothing had updated yeah but overall it was like a really good day and then like the next day at the tap takeover as well like i, I we all rallied we're like we're going back out another night it's great two week <laughs> two week nights in a row um but it was really good because then i had more really good conversations just as a whole because it was people and partners as well yeah so it was a really nice like this it felt more almost more that not that it should be what's validating but it felt really good as well though that it was like we could sit there with a group of mixed like mixed gender and have those similar conversations and like still feel like and not all the same conversations like it was just some of them and then some of it was just you know whatever but it was nice to then i felt like that was still quite a safe and i felt just safe and comfortable with those with that mixed group as i did when it was just the women the day before as well Um, and then I think we decided we're like we need to have like a our own we need to have like a bottle share meetup group for the women of our area so like who knows we'll try to get that going we'll see what happens but it was really good I had a really good time I was surrounded by really good people I got to meet a lot of people that I probably I would have probably met in other capacities but to a degree not everyone yeah Um, but yeah it was all in all really good and this beer is really delicious yeah it's really good both beers came out well i think we did a good job (laughs) even if we do say so ourselves i feel like i shouldn't say that but like yeah it's really great i would really recommend it and they are still for sale on the double barrel website i don't know how because it's a maze it's really good um as far as you know while we wrap this up as far as any other beers that you've bought from international women's collaboration brew day any other ones you've got we had um, Rivington's, which really interestingly, <coughs> when we talk about themes, so the theme for International Women's Day, not just Collaboration Brew Day, yeah. was uh, embrace equity, 
and the name of theirs was Embracing Equity. So that was really, uh, that was quite a nice nod that they were like, yeah, that's nice. We'll use that as our. And I know they did a bit of a like know your hop session with the people that went to their brew day. So that that's always fun. Like if you don't necessarily get involved in the brew day, there can be some like really fun educational opportunities as well. Um, so yeah, I know I know that went down. Um, I want to get the pilot one, as I said earlier on. I've not managed to get hold of that yet. If you do find it, grab one for me. I will. I really want one as well. I will. But I think that's all the ones that I've had. I've not had very many this year. Uh, so I've not had... I have... Obviously, like I said, we had the Rivington. I think as far as the other ones that I've had, I've had the um, homebrew, the homebrew one... Um, no true measure it's not ah uh, yes the, the homebrew so I've had that one which was that was elusive um, good chemistry the malt miller yes I went to their their Bar-Bas. event for that actually you did I did which well maybe we're going to talk about that maybe in we're going to talk about episode, that which uh, only coffee coffee customers only, only yeah coffee, coffee shoppers customers. only coffee Co- shoppers are going <laughs> to get to Come donate us a little bit and you can see the bonus episode about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that'll be up. We'll talk all about your experience there. So don't, don't, don't put it out I won't there. give it away. <laughs> don't, don't, no spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had that one and then I've bought Brew Yorks. I haven't had it yet, but I bought Brew Yorks because I just, I, I wanted that. I know. Oh, that was Emma, a dipper. That's why I didn't our, get that one. One of our podcast yes. listeners went there um and and went and did it so i was like i want to get one of those and support that be good um i got us both one of the track oh yes i forgot about the track track did a set of three and i got us one you got us another yes third one there's a third one i didn't get my hands on because i was like i really shouldn't spend any more money than i don't need to <laughs> <laughs> i think those are all the ones i got i really wanted to get arbors but the problem was i could only find arbor on besides their website on like one other website hmm. and out of all the ones we were looking at and it just felt like everything i wanted wasn't that i needed to get for podcasting wasn't also on that website or else i probably yeah. would have ended up getting arbors as well because i was really interested to get theirs um yeah that's all the ones i've got i think that's it it's bit, I found it more difficult to get hold of them this year. I don't know what that what that says. It just felt more spread. Yeah. Like more spread More out widespread, across. yeah, definitely. As opposed to one person being like, I'm definitely... And I, I mean, I wonder if some of that is, you know, the economy we're in now. Yeah. Like people have to make tough choices. They can't yeah. just go all in on some of these. And I think sometimes as well, like we know like we will buy a beer because it's an international women's collaboration brew day beer and we want to have that whereas i think it's similar with brave noise we will buy brave noise because we want to support brave noise some people would just go i don't know what that initiative is or i've not heard of that thing or if it's not plastered with international women's collaboration brew day across it people might not know and they might just go ah normally i don't buy things from burnt mill or double barreled or you know wherever so therefore it's not as eye-catching to them so that's like for a bottle shop it's harder to go let me just get all these in because the people buying from them aren't necessarily people that are going let me look out for these yeah true tough decisions are having to be made at the moment but if you see any international women's collaboration brew day or any international women's day beers still about grab them they are bound to be delicious joe yeah as we come to an end if people want to tell you where you can buy 
all the international yeah. collaboration brew day beers or they want advice on like how they can get involved in next year's one what, well, you know they want to talk to you about your experiences having done it where can people talk to you you can definitely talk to me about that i am happy to share those with you you can find me at my beer school which is love beer learning uh and i am on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest um, I've also got a website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk if you go on there and you go on the blog there's some uh, I've written some blog posts about International Women's Collaboration Brew Day so you can read up about my experiences on that um, or you can email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com um, Tori if people want to ask you or give you some advice about using the bus where can they get hold of you? <laughs> you were going to say about not falling asleep on a train but actually also not something like arguably. top tips top <laughs> tips for not falling asleep on the train top tips for using the bus because hey, public transport seems bus. to be a problem I for mean, you i'm not gonna lie to you i know how to use a train it's it's that's user error <laughs> that's not not no it's the falling asleep the that's the problem that's the problem and that's you know you, you, you're not gonna you know not going to change that no. um and the bus don't even bother because i, I avoid the bus at all costs <laughs> the germs lots of lots of reasons i'm just like no uh but i mean if you want to mock me for that that's fine i mean you can't mock me harder than i mock myself or than my husband mocks me but <laughs> if you want to do that yeah please feel free i won't take it that personally i'll just cry myself to sleep at night um you can do that on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism on instagram or adventures in optimism at gmail.com and also i mean i'm not gonna lie i've just started my will it slushy will it slushy is a thing people this is not a drill go to adventures in optimism there's a youtube channel people there's a youtube channel i've invested way too much in a joke and i can't go back on it now i just have to double down and go all in have you done the cover photo uh no not yet not yet still gotta get a cover photo but i have linked it uh i've added it to my link tree i've added that youtube to my link tree but i'm adventures underscore in underscore optimism on youtube as well but i mean at the moment you only have the shorter version of that video it's not short enough to be a youtube short so it's just shorter (laughs) or the director's director's cut quote unquote long version which is like five and a half minutes um i mean i think it's great personally myself it I've, amused I mean, me i've invented I, i've invested way too much of this fucking joke so uh, <laughs> you know i'm in it now in it for a penny in it for a pound it's there um yeah i mean i've put it on tiktok as well where you can find me on there i don't put that much there but you can find me there. it's all in my link tree on my instagram go for it go crazy um and then if you also want to get in contact with either of us to so just be like nobody wanted that series now you want to tell both of us that we have taken a joke too far you can find us on a woman's brew on instagram or a woman's brew podcast at gmail please write us be like stop stop committing to a bit or we suggest things that suggest things that we can slushy yes suggest us what we can slushy but i mean i'm not i may do it but if it's super gross i'm not gonna do it we need to get one of my (laughs) one of my raw out of orders there we go i've got some like um I've got, I've got, I've got a whole bunch of things to slushy. So we're in no lack of slushying people. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's us. That's us for the day. I'm going to go drink us. this delicious beer. So. Yeah, let's do it. On that note, cheers. Cheers.